your revelation. Lord, we ask that you would just open up your word to our hearts, Lord. Allow us to see and to hear what you would say to us as a whole and also what you would say to us individually. Jesus, thank you that you've made a way. Thank you that you've paid for our sins and that because of that, the scales that cover our eyes are removed. And so we just ask, Holy Spirit, that you allow us to step into that, to step in and to hear and to know the freedom that comes from the truth of your word. In Jesus' name. Do we determine our destiny or does our destiny determine us? Do we really have a choice in what happens? As I was thinking about this message, I was reminded of being in high school and uh, playing basketball. And I remember one guy in particular I played with that put out more effort than anybody else on the team. He would maybe see 30 seconds at the end of the game of playing time. But every practice, he was one of the first guys there, put, more out, put out more effort than anybody else. But God had not given him the skills and the talent to be able to play. I also thought about other guys that were given all kinds of talent. And it was all you could do just to get them to show up. So which is it? Do we determine things or does destiny just determine us? Well, there are certain things that we can determine. There are certain things that God wants us to determine. And one of those things is, we must determine to follow him. If we're waiting for life to just kind of guide us to the Lord, it's not going to happen. Life is always going to pull us away. But when we determine that we will follow the Lord, here's the amazing thing. God's Spirit comes in, and God makes things happen. But when we do not determine to follow the Lord, what happens is that life eventually leads us away. For those of you who were at the uh, baccalaureate service this week, uh, Pastor Gowdy from Bear Point shared this, and I thought it was very powerful. He shared that when he was in Chicago, he led a youth, I believe it was 27 or 28, was, was in the group. And he said that today, he believes out of that 27, 28, 23 of those youth are not walking with the Lord. He said now during the time that they were in his youth group, they had all kinds of activities they went to. They had mission trips that they went to. And in the midst of all that, it didn't change their heart. Why? 
Because for whatever reason, those 23 never determined, I'm going to follow the Lord. What they did was, they went along, I'm getting a lot of weird feedback up here. What they did was, they went along with the pressure that was with them during the time. But then when that positive pressure was removed, guess what? They no longer went with the Lord. Out of God's grace, God will reveal things to you, and He will give you a certain amount of positive pressure. But there will come a time when He will remove that, and it's actually for your good, and you must determine, I'm going to walk with the Lord. Now, even in that, you can't make things happen, okay? But when you determine, what God does is He steps in and He makes a way. Now, what Gaudi shared uh, during that message is that one of the big things that would make a difference in whether someone would continue to follow the Lord is whether or not they, on their own, opened up the Word and read it on a regular basis. That was the biggest thing. Didn't matter how many services you attended, whether you went on an overseas mission trip, did you get in the Word? Now, what's that about? Well, that is about determination. Determination that says, I'm going to walk with the Lord. Because when it's you and your Bible, guess what? There's nobody else around. There's no other pressure around. It's just you. You are the one that must make it happen. But when we rely on other pressures around us, like getting together and somebody bringing the Word, somebody leading me in worship. When I'm reliant on that, there's going to come a time when those things aren't there for us. That's one of the things that God has led us through recently. All of a sudden, all of those positive things that we had were taken away. And when you think about the basketball player or whatever that has all the talent in the world, but they won't give any effort. It's so sad, isn't it? But you know what? That's who we are in the kingdom living here in the U.S. We have been given everything. I mean, we have so much positive pressure when it comes to following the Lord. We have so many resources. But it's like we won't even give the effort. It's like we'll open our mouths and wait for someone to put the spoon in. And then when you look in other places where every bit of trying to follow the Lord is resisted, China, Iran, you see the church growing. Why? Is it because those Christians are making it happen? No. But here's what they are doing. They are determining to follow the Lord. And then the Lord is working miraculously to make things happen. For people who don't have the Word, the Lord's bringing the Word. For people who don't have someone to tell them about God, God's appearing to them. For those who are determined to follow the Lord. Now here's the question. Have you done that? Because just because you're sitting here doesn't mean you have. 
Have you determined, I will follow the Lord? Because as we move forward in our culture and in our nation, the resistance to that is going to grow. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. God's going to provide in the midst of it. But in order for me to receive what God's going to give, there's a certain amount of determination that I must say, God, I'm going to follow you. Now again, you're not going to be able to do it on your own. If you could, your pride would grow (laughs) and it would distance you from the Lord. You're going to be totally dependent on the Lord. But there takes a determination in you that says, God, I'm going to follow you whatever comes my way. I want to look this morning in the book of Joshua where Joshua asks the question that God is asking us today. He asks the people, will you determine to follow the Lord? And the reason that he's doing this is because he knows that it's absolutely necessary. Up to this point, that we're about to read in chapter 24. Joshua has led them into a new land, and God has cleared out the people who lived there, who were stronger than God's people. He cleared them out, and He provided the land for them. And during this time, the people saw God move in powerful ways. And the pressure, okay, the positive pressure to follow God is all around them. But things are about to settle down. Things are about to settle down. And Joshua, it's actually God asking them through Joshua, you need to decide today, are you going to follow me? Because if you don't decide today, here's the deal. Other pressures are going to come. Okay? You've been floating along this river, and it's been the Lord's river, but you're about to come to a place where some other rivers are going to join. (laughs) And you're going to have to choose, and you're going to have to take your paddle, and you're going to have to fight for a little bit to stay in the stream of the Lord. Because other streams are coming, and they're about to connect. And that's where the people of God were, and Joshua was saying to them, you need to determine today, are you going to follow the Lord? In verse 14, Joshua 24, verse 14, Joshua says, So fear the Lord and serve Him wholeheartedly. When we talk about determination, here's what we're talking about. You either serve the Lord wholeheartedly or you don't. If you are attending a service because you happen to not be at work, there happens to not be a game going on, and it just so happens that most of your family wants to go there, so it's just easy to go, you have not wholeheartedly determined you're going to follow the Lord. Wholeheartedly means... Whatever comes my way, I'm going to say no, and I'm going to follow the Lord, and I'm going to trust in Him to provide. That's what the Lord's looking for. And when we do that, the Lord does provide. But when I'm just kind of, well, if most, uh, you know, if God opens a door, 
If God opens the door for me to, to be at church, or if God opens the door for me to walk with Him, then okay, I'm going to do it because it must be my destiny. No. <laughs> it's God's destiny that all would follow Him. That's what Scripture says in Peter. It says that God desires all to be saved. Well, if God desires all to be saved, why, aren't, why isn't everybody saved? I mean, he's sovereign, right? Yes, he is. Is he in control of history and so on? Yes, he is. The but is, though, is that he's not going to make it happen without you receiving it. He's not. He is waiting for you to step in and to say, Yes, Lord. Yes, I want to follow you. And at that point, the Lord clears a path. But if I don't step in and say, yes, Lord, is the Lord just going to make it happen? No, He's not. Put away. Okay, here's what it means wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. So here's what it means wholeheartedly. It means that you've got to put away these other things. But the problem is, why were they carrying those other things? Because the people around them were worshiping those other gods. And so it's easy to get along with people when you can connect with them and say, oh yes, I, I agree with that, I'm going along. But see, right now, we're in a culture where if you say you follow the Lord and you speak for the things the Lord speaks for, people are going to get angry at you. And they're going to say that you're offensive. Now, I'm not saying that we try to be offensive. The Bible says the opposite. The Bible says that we try to be peacemakers. But it also says that we declare the truth. So when it comes to declaring truth... Do you pull back because you want to get along? Well, that's what they were going to be facing. They had people who were among God's people who were still worshiping other idols. And they would say, yes, I worship God, but I also do this. My family's been doing it for a long time. And it was just easy to get along with people. Before we go further in this passage, I want to jump to Amos 5.25 because in this passage, it reveals what these people, God's people, were doing in the wilderness. Now the people that Joshua is talking to are the sons and daughters of the people that we're about to hear about. Joshua led those people into the promised land. But the parents were supposed to enter that land, but they didn't. And the reason they didn't is because of this. In Amos 5.25 it says, Was it to me you were bringing sacrifices and offerings during the 40 years in the wilderness Israel? That's the question. What's the answer? Verse 26, no. You served your pagan gods. Sakuth, your king god, and Kewan, your star god, the images you made for yourselves. These were the people who saw the one true God 
move in such a mighty way that they were delivered from their oppressors in Egypt. They saw miracles that none other had ever seen. They saw waters split apart. They walked across on dry land. They saw the Lord destroy their enemy. And then God says, trust in me, I'm going to give you a new land. When they get to the land and God says, go in and look at all that's there for you. They go in, but they can't receive because they can't believe. Why can't they believe? Because they are worshiping other gods in their heart. They don't really trust Him. If you are going to have the faith to receive what God has for you, to live through the upcoming years that are before us, you must put away everything else that you're worshiping that is man-made. And you must say, only you, God. But I warn you, if you do, you're going to be offensive. Friends and family around you are not going to understand it, even some who attend church. But if you're going to make it, if you're going to receive what God has for you, that's what it takes. Again, you're not going to make it happen, but it takes you saying, I'm going to trust in God. And by you trusting in God, you say, I'm putting away the other things that I'm trusting in. It's all you, God. That's what God is asking for. These people, although they saw God move powerfully, they weren't able to receive. No matter what God gives you, if you haven't put away everything else, you're not going to be able to receive. It doesn't matter what He gives you. Right now, you're thinking, there, there's something that you would like right now. There's something that you're asking God for. There's a prayer you're asking. If God were to give you that prayer, if you put away the idols, it's not going to make a difference. You're, you're going to go on to something else and you're, you're just going to forget about this. God is asking that we would determine. Let's go back to the passage in Joshua. Verse 15. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you would serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. I want you to think about our culture and how fast it has changed in the last 10, 20, 30 years. I mean, it has changed so dramatically. And we see people, okay? One of the neat things now is that when you look at different politicians who've been in the political realm for a long time, and they're saying something right now. People are going back and they're pulling out news articles for 20 and 30 years ago. And you find them saying the exact opposite of what they're saying over here. Why is that? Because they are simply floating along with whatever the culture says. Do you think that that could be you? You better believe it. Unless you determine, I will follow the Lord. And what does that mean? It means that you follow what His Word says. It doesn't mean that you go in and dissect. It doesn't mean that you say, I don't think God really said this. Uh, I don't think that this is absolute truth. I'm just going to... No. 
That's not following the God, Lord. That's following an idol. That's what that is. It means that I will trust what the Word says and I will stand for that and I will not speak out things that go against that. That's what the Lord is saying. And see, part of what Joshua is saying, go ahead and choose which one you're going to follow right now. Part of what he's saying is this. The reason he's pointing out these different gods, it really doesn't matter because they're all false. But the reason he's saying it is, is that he's pointing out the fact that what most people do is they go along with whatever the culture says they should do. That's the majority of people. If you go along with the culture, you will be lost. End of story. God's saying, will you determine to follow me? Last part of that verse, Joshua declares this. But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Now, you don't have the power in and of yourself to make that happen. The, 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 the pressures around us are incredible. When I look back on my life in following the Lord the time that I have, I am absolutely amazed that I'm standing here. It's unbelievable. I mean, when Daniel was talking about the dark places, I relate to that. The hopelessness, the, the, the just absolute darkness. How has God kept me in him. I don't know. It's not because of me. I'll tell you that right now. Because if it were up to me, I wouldn't have made it a month. God has made it happen. And I want to share that with you because if you look at the road ahead and you're like, how am I going to make it? Well, you're not. But if you will simply say, God, I choose you, what God says is, good, I had already chosen you. And God is able to keep you. And so therefore, I don't have to sit around and, and to worry, oh, what's coming? What's coming in our nation? What's coming in our culture? doesn't matter. God knows, and God's able to see me through it. And I don't have to worry about the choices that are coming because I already made my choice. My choice is, God, I choose you. It's such a simple thing. I mean, for those of you who've been around the church a long time, when you think about that phrase or that song, I have decided. I've decided to follow Jesus. It's a simple thing, but we must do it. We must decide. We must decide. It's not, well, people really want me to do this. It's probably the good thing to do. That's not going to get you through. It's, I'm deciding. And in deciding, I'm not going to pursue or rely on anything else. I'm going to choose only God. And one of the beautiful things about the resistance that we see coming all around us is that it, it causes us to see 
are we choosing? Because worship is no longer easy. We've got to be determined. I mean, we had all kinds of activities going on in the church at the beginning of the year, right? And then suddenly, boom, it's over, and you've got to be determined. You've got to be determined to pursue the Lord. You've got to be determined to pursue fellowship. But one of the beautiful things of that was it opened us up to see where we really were. Did you go after God? Or when the pressures to pursue God were taken off, did you just kind of fall back? We saw a lot of people just kind of fall back. And that's not condemnation. It's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call to say, hey, <laughs> you really hadn't stepped in and determined. Now's your, your, your opportunity to do so. And even if you didn't step fully back, maybe God's opened some things up to you to show some weak spots, to show some places where you really didn't lay down an idol that you thought you had. You were saying you were following God, but you also had this other idol. God showed me some of those things. Well, now's our opportunity to lay those things down. You in and of yourself cannot determine to resist everything and follow the Lord. But you can determine to follow the Lord. And when you determine to do that, God is able to deliver us. It's a simple thing, but it must be done. God is asking us today, choose whom you will serve. Don't, don't wait to see how things turn out. Choose whom you will serve. God, thank you that you include us. You allow us to choose. At the same time, Lord, thank you that we can't determine our destiny. You're in control. And because of that, Lord, we can have no pride in it. If we make it to the end, it's only because of you. But Lord, if we are lost, it's only because of us. <laughs> because all we had to do was say yes to you and you would make the way. You would draw us to us, draw us to you, you would protect us, you would see us through. If you're fearful right now of whether you will make it, God is able to protect you if you have said yes. Lord, I pray for a healthy fear in anyone who hasn't said yes to you. A healthy fear that would cause them to no longer pursue any of the idols in this world that they're pursuing. I pray, Lord, that we would have a holy boldness not to fear condemnation from the world, but to stand up and to simply declare truth, not to beat others down, but to simply declare what you have declared. Holy Spirit, thank you that you give us the boldness to do just that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.